Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends. Every week, Dad and I sit down and sort of try and keep you company through the lockdown. Um... Sorry, Dad, I'm just looking across at the railway station, which is across the road, and someone's collapsed on the platform. Um, I, I, it's hard to tell what's going on. I mean, is this like a crime in progress? Have I moved to a very scary area? Or is, or is <laughs> oh, it just a- Paul. Should you call Triple O? Uh, okay, I'm just looking. Um, it, oh, okay. It's a council worker who's um, doing some maintenance work, but... Rather than get down on all fours, he's sort of thrown himself on the ground. And he's lying there, sort of writhing. Paul, um, it, uh, he could be having a seizure. N- well, I mean, he's got tools in it. He- he's got a tool in his hand. Um, mm. Oh, he's he- getting back up. Oh, it's a she. Wow, I've really made a hash of this oh, whole thing. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, She's totally fine. No, hang on. No, it's a he, but he's got this kind of roadie look. Is he holding his tool? Uh, he's put it back in his pants. Okay. Excellent. Anyway, listeners, very sorry about that false alarm. Welcome to Loose Ends. Dad used to be a cop. I'm an author, and together we kind of talk about Dad's time in the police force. And Loose Ends is our spin-off podcast every week, where we just sort of talk about whatever we want. But one of the things we like doing on Loose Ends, Dad, and I know you can attest to this, is we like replying to listener mail. And I've got a couple of great questions slash messages from listeners here, if you'd like mm. me to rattle some mm. off for you. Fantastic. But Paul, can I just... um. Mm. Say something before we start. Sure. It's someone that I know very well and I'm that I love dearly. Uh-huh. And I think this particular person's a top bloke. <laughs> it's their birthday today. Who could is that it, be? Uh is it David Harbour's birthday? Happy birthday, it? Paul. Oh, thank you, Dad. Very thank proud you. of you. You know how old I am, don't you? Thirty eight. <laughs> you got very lucky there. <laughs> No, I discussed it with your mother. Ah, shit. So okay, so to... be honest. How old did you think I was before 37. you discussed? 37, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're very proud of you. Mm. Um, I don't want this to be a mushy love fest, but the listeners out there need to know that um, well, they, they understand and they can relate to our wonderful relationship. I had a lovely message from someone in New York about an hour ago, and she wants to become a police officer in New York. And she has drawn great sort of, you know, strength and conviction and a keenness to pursue this very difficult career mm-hmm. um, as a result of, firstly, uh, your book, your first book, and the podcasts. 
and I uh, and I think that's an example of how we we reach out. And it's pretty clear for people that have been to our live shows how you and I. I mean, look, the reality, Paul and listeners, is that this whole thing would not exist uh, without Paul. I mean, obviously, it wouldn't exist without me, but it certainly wouldn't exist because I've had all these stories, but they were always they were probably going to die with me, which sounds a bit morbid until you came up with the idea of, you know, putting them on paper and it's it's evolved and grown and Paul, I'm 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 super stoked. And for people overseas that might not know what the word stoked means, you can you can Google it, but it doesn't mean prodding a fire, I can tell you that. Um so happy birthday. <laughs> Is that the biggest birthday rap? Well anyway. I mean, it started with happy birthday and then went to, I got a message on uh, Instagram and I uh, was told what an incredible officer I was and how, what an inspiration I am. And in conclusion, <laughs> happy birthday, mate. Oh, God. Look, I'm sorry, mate. I no, do that it's all fine. the I'm time. Just, I I'm can't just, help it. I'm just making fun. It's in my okay. DNA. I, no, I, I, try to, <laughs> I try so hard not to talk about myself. Yeah. Oh. It's like all roads lead to Rome, which all, is a weird thing all, to say. All roads lead to John. I mean, it's weird because no roads in Australia actually lead to Rome. No, I think they're figurative roads. Dad, I uh, I had this problem earlier in the year during the first part of lockdown where I turned to Tegan and I was lamenting the fact that I was 38. And she said, yeah, yeah, 38. You're getting close to 40. It's going to be pretty sexy. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then we looked at my birth date. And realized that I wasn't 38, I was 37. And I'd been doing that thing where I had just sort of grimly accepted that I was approaching 40. So I just sort of started in my head thinking about the age 38 and how close I was to 38. And then after a while, you know, because there were no actual milestones happening because of lockdown, I sort of just realized I'd, I, I had begun to think of myself as a year older than I was. And so after, a, you know, many months of that, it's like I got a second bite of the apple. I was suddenly a year younger, which felt very odd. So tomorrow, I actually... Sorry, today. Today, I actually turn 38. And... I mean, okay. So, 38. I mean, my birth is actually part of the story of Loose Units. And it's in the book. Um, it's scary to think that if you pick up the book and read about the birth of me and, and where, where that kind of situates Dad in time... That that was 38 years ago, which is... I mean, that's a long time, Dad. That's mm. a long time. Yeah. How does it I mean, make you feel? I mean, mortality-wise, how does no, it make you well, feel? Well, I was thinking about that very thing. I think about mortality. Um, I mean, time is a is a construct. And I'm, I'm reading some philosophical works about time and the whole mm. business of time and whether you can go back in time and forward in time and... Uh, you know, Einstein did prove beyond a reasonable doubt that time travel is possible, but not into the past. At least that's how it appears to be at this stage. But, you know, I'm looking at my watch this morning and I'm thinking, wow, we're, we're almost halfway through January. Mm. And I kind of feel that as you get older, I mean, I never really believed it, but time seems to go a little bit faster I think in life, if you've got a routine, like a daily routine, it's a double-edged sword. Um, I mean, I don't like to be bored. I like to have lots of things to do. But, you know, I think about 
when you were born, and I remember the day incredibly well, that was a, an, an amazing set of major dramas that, that came about where you had some major medical problems and uh, they had to do an emergency caesarean. And I was just thinking about it then and one of the things that kind of irked me a little bit, and this is going to sound a little bit weird, listeners, but maybe give you a little bit more insight into my pretty bizarre mind, but I remember seeing the surgeon rock up in a Porsche and I was very jealous. Isn't that weird? Christine's about to give birth to our first child. Mm. And by the way, listeners, we had no idea what sex any of our kids were. We, I'm not sure whether that, that technology was available back in the 80s, but I would never have wanted to know. Um, so we always planned a, a, a name for, for you, Paul. Um, Hang on, what was, my, what was my backup lady name? Um, Please tell me you remember. Adele. But that's, then, yeah, that's a really nice. That's a really nice name. Yeah, I mean, we could have called you Paul Adele Verhoeven, because uh, you know people don't pay a lot of attention to second names. Adele is a name I love. I find right. it uh, kind of well, almost sensual in a in a weird way. Um, yeah. So why not call your daughter a sensual name? I'm looking here. The male. Oh, okay. So its male form is the Germanic given name Adele. A D E L. So you still could have called me Adele, mm. which is yeah, not, which is actually I, I I far prefer that to Paul. Paul We've had this discussion. Paul, before. Paul is a wonderful name. I don't like it. Well, Paul, just get it. Look, you know, a lot of thought goes into names, and I I, not, I don't think you guys did. I think you guys just went. We Paul, just did something quick and easy. I I really <laughs> Paul, honestly, you weren't that. You well, you were there in fairness, <laughs> but you were not capable, thank God, of speaking, because uh, that would have been weird. I'm starting to think maybe you should get like a placeholder name and then at the age of, I don't know, 18, you get to pick your actual name. Paul, that's that's sad because, not re- and I don't uh-huh. mean sad, I mean that's sad insofar as actually a bit sad because parents think, look, your name's, I mean, my name is John and, and I love it and I can't imagine being called Harold. Or, who, was going, who was going to call? No one was going to call you Harold. No, they weren't. But I'm just giving you an example. Um, I might actually have that discussion with my mother. Um, I'm going to a funeral today. Um, actually, I am, and uh, I'm gonna. I might mention that to mum at the funeral. I'll pull okay. her aside. Yeah, really, you really just, perk her up. Pulls yeah, and just like say, his name. you know, because you know that's an opportunity to chat with my mother. Um, now, I remember that afternoon, I, I, I watched the caesarean, which was fascinating. So oh. I actually watched him cut um, your mother mm-hmm. and I watched them pull you out. And, mate, you were, you were many shades of grey and black. And there's a test they do where they hang you upside down and take a little, at least I, I think they hung you upside down. Uh, and they hold on to your ankles, which is weird because if they dropped you, you'd obviously sustain relatively serious mm. head injuries. Um, and they take a prick of or a sample. They prick your heel and take a sample of blood, and they do that test, which is out of 10, and you got a 3. Isn't that amazing? Mm. But within half an hour, your, your, your numbers went right up and everything was 
honky dory, but you were still miniature because we used to, when we took you home, you were so tiny, we used to wash you in a Tupperware container that we would place in the sink. Mm-hmm. In other words, the sink was way too big yeah. for you. And I know we've discussed it before, but it is your birthday and suck it up, Paul. Yep. If you could call, if you could give me any other name. Oh, my God, Paul. You're becoming sort of name-centric. Name... Just, pl- just play along. If okay. You give, yep. me, give me any other name, any other first name okay. within reason yep. uh, today, and it was legally binding. What would you give me? Nathaniel. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that just came to mind. Nathaniel. <laughs> I think parents have a lot to answer that give their kids shitty names. Yeah. And I'm serious. Yeah, because, they I do. Mean, well, we gave you a great name. I don't like it. Well, what about your middle name? Francis? I actually prefer it. Well, invert them. Well, no, because I don't think I'm a Francis either. I think it's a, I mean, it's a fun middle name. Who doesn't like Francis McDormand? But I'm sitting here going, oh, it's just such a... We've had this discussion before. We can't do this again. We've had no. this... We get, Every year, we're going to have this discussion and it's going to go round and round. What I'm going to do, Dad, is loop back to what I discussed at the start of the episode... And that was the fact that we have some really good questions from awesome. listeners. Fantastic. All right. This is from Phil. Hi, guys. Listen to every podcast. Question. What's your thoughts on the police still having the quota system? You always see them out in the last week of every month booking anything with wheels. Look forward to 2021. Oh. Okay. Hang Great question. Weirdly, I... Isn't it weird that... I mean, is it an urban myth? What? The quota system. Is I it? don't know. You don't know? No, I don't. Even when I was in the police force, I used to think about that. And it doesn't apply to general duties police. That's a fact. You couldn't possibly or didn't. have a quota system. Right. No, but you couldn't because, you know, you're, you're doing... I mean, we're talking traffic infringements here. Right. And the general duties police, that's not their main, you know... Um, it's not their, their, their main source of, of work. I mean, if they see an offence... Um, I mean, how many of us out there... Let's, let's, let's all be honest. Across the world, how many of us have committed a minor traffic infringement, seen a police car, mm-hmm. and they just drive past? You know they've seen you do something, but they don't care. However, that's general duties. But, listeners, Highway Patrol... It's a different kettle of fish. If they see it, they will react because that's their their duty. That's their job description. That's why they're on the road. And and we've we've had this discussion before, Paul, and that is that when you're doing the right thing on the road and some asshole overtakes you at breakneck speed, I mean, I always say to myself. Oh, there's never a highway patrol car when you need them. And generally there aren't, because there are only a finite number of them on the road. But let's face it, if you're in the highway patrol and you're going to do an eight-hour shift on a road, on a public street, and in our case in Sydney, in the state of New South Wales in Australia, you are going to see so many things happening um, and... Just quietly, listeners, and this will probably raise a few... Is it hackles? Uh, I think it's hackles. Okay. It'll raise a few hackles. Mm. I'm very much in favour 
controversially perhaps, of unmarked highway patrol cars. Why is that controversial? Just, just for the sake of... Well, a lot of people would find that it's a bit sneaky and not fair. I don't quite understand that thing about not fair because my default reason for that logic is that if you don't do anything wrong on the roads, you shouldn't have any worry about what type of cars they're driving. Although in Sydney they're driving really beautiful BMWs and they're bloody sexy. They're horny. They're top shelf. And they go like the clappers. Um, I mean, I'd love to get behind the wheel of a um, New South Wales Highway Patrol pursuit car, particularly if it was a BMW, because they're just sexy. Um, in fact, the Highway Patrol cars in Sydney listeners, and perhaps in the country, they've done something really, really smart and really clever, and that is that if they're behind you, you can't generally tell that they're a marked Highway Patrol car. They've done the paint job on them so cleverly, and I'm not sure whether it was done on purpose, but if they're behind you and you look in your rear vision mirror, you can't actually see you're being followed unless you look really carefully at the really, really low profile um, emergency lights on top. But when you get next to them and they go past you, they have got the most incredible, intense, electric, orange, sort of um, fluorescent colours painted in emblazoned in radical colours and massive signs all over the sides and the back. And they've generally got a word or a phrase on the back of the highway patrol car, something like, you know, get home safely, don't drink, drive, all that type of stuff, sort of advertising on a, on a police vehicle. But I think it's kind of stealth-like in that they can come up behind you. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty in favour. But in terms of a quota, I don't know whether you could actually get the New South Wales Police Force to admit to a quota, but on the flip side of that that very good question, Paul, mm. is I can't see how a highway patrol officer doing an eight-hour shift could not at least... Now, I'm going to pull a finger out of... Shit, pull a finger. I'm going to pull a figure. <laughs> God. I'm going to pull a figure out of my ass right now. And I'm going to say that the general highway patrol officer, and I'm more than happy for feedback on this, but I think um, if you're in the highway patrol doing an eight-hour shift, be it a day shift or an afternoon shift, yeah. if you couldn't get... And I'm trying to pick a, pick a number that seems fair and reasonable. Let's say 15 per shift, 15 tickets. Then... You know, imagine if you were coming back to your sort of headquarters your and your patrol commander or the officer in charge looked at the stats and could see that you were getting, say, three per day. He would have to say, he or she, the, the officer in charge, would have to say to themselves, something's just not quite right here. Well, what's the actual job of a highway patrol officer? Is it to enforce the law or is it to get as many tickets as possible? Serious question. I really, really, really in my heart of hearts, believe that it's simply to enforce the law on the streets. I don't believe, in, this is, this is. I mean, maybe I'm being naive, but I really don't believe that at the beginning of every shift, they are told to go out and get a certain number. And that, that, that second part of the first of the question that has been asked about the end of the month thing, I think that's a little bit spurious. My gut feeling is that's not right. Okay. Um, you know, it could be a little bit of a legend, a bit of urban myth, but 
you know, the Highway Patrol officers out there, if they'd like to write in anonymously. Mm. Um, Please and, don't give and, us tickets for this. I mean, I'm no, just... but I mean, you know, I mean, I, and I'm putting my hand on my heart here. I saw the Highway Patrol a few days ago going over a major bridge in Sydney, and I just had mm. this weird feeling. I mean, I've been in emergency services, but if I see a police car within my vicinity and I'm driving, I always kind of check that I'm in the lane, that I just make sure I'm doing everything actually really perfectly, which I guess you should be doing all the time. But that's the effect a police car has on most motorists. And um, I've actually gone through a scenario if I, because I saw someone getting pulled over in Manly a few days ago and I was watching the entire sort of situation as I drove past and I was thinking to myself, what I would say to that police officer when I got pulled over. The very first thing I would say is, have you heard the podcast, Loose Units, and have you read the books? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. That, I, I promise, that's what I'd say. Really? Oh, 100%. And if they said no, I'd then give them a bit of an overview as she's writing out the ticket. Yep. Because the second they put pen to paper, uh-huh. you're rat shit. Okay. So you may as well get a sale out of it, is what you're oh, saying. Oh, but why wouldn't I? Oh, no, 100%. And while you're doing it... Oh, I've just thought of the ultimate birthday present, by the way. If you want to get me a birthday present, um, not you, Dad, any listeners out there... Buy Electric Blue. I'm not even kidding. That would be the ultimate birthday present. Just grab Electric Blue. Just really, just please buy uh, Electric Blue. I'm so proud of this thing. Uh, I think that'd be a that'd be a very nice birthday present. Well, when it becomes a TV series, Paul, that book is going to become a very valuable and treasured item. Yeah, well, Ixnay on the EV sh- EV EV show say I. Uh, for- 
sentence. Um, sorry, I think there's a problem with this line, Paul. Yep, sorry. All right, let me just go to the next piece of correspondence. This is from Bernie. Hi, guys. Thanks for the podcast. I thoroughly enjoy it. I was amused by your description of the New South Wales Traffic Highway Patrol. I had an experience back in 1979. And Bernie, I respect, but I would not have called you Bernie, Paul. I mean, Bernie hyphen Paul. Yeah. You would not because... have called me Bernie Paul. But I would call you Bernard. Bernard. Bernard? Very sophisticated. Bernard is not Bernard is not really what I was looking for in a name. I'm thinking mm. more like just like Jack. I can't look, mate. I fucking love Jack as a name. Or Flynn or something. Anyway. If it, if we know anyone at the deed poll office who can help change my name quickly and easily, actually that would really fuck with my Paul, if you change your name. Yeah. That would be the greatest metaphorical slap in the face you could ever, ever deliver. What if I kept my middle name? Mate, please don't change your name. What, what I if would I add, be so upset. What if I push Paul into the middle and then it's like, new name, Paul Francis Verhoeven, right? So it's just Jesus something else. Christ, Paul. You know what I mean? It just gets moved down the queue. Back to the yeah, question. Flynn, it's happening. Here we go. I was amused by your description of the new little... I was leaving Orange and returning to Adelaide. It was about a 14-hour drive. I was returning my pride and joy, a brand new Datsun 2000BSX. About eight, about 80 kilometers from Orange, I was rounding a bend, going at regulation speed, and the car slid and rolled. I climbed through the broken windscreen, car on its side, a gashed foot. I was wearing jandals. Now, a jandals like... Is that like a... <clears throat> Paul, that word jandals, can you edit that out of this podcast because it's Why? just a, it's a name that is i think it's i think it's a new zealand name what is does jandals mean what are they like it um, just creeps me out the whole word yeah but what are jandals I mean, who on earth would say jandal jandals oh please paul are they like uh german vandals hang on <sighs> jandals are what the fuck are jandals i can't find them no that's jandals right there. Ain't, oh here we go oh a light sandal with a thong between the big and second toe. Oh, so it's it's a uh, fucking flip flops. They're called thongs, Paul. Uh, the thong, as Jamoan once pointed out, like <laughs> Jamoan once said. I know. I can likes... imagine what he said, Paul. Well, you know, he said they don't go. The, the, the flip flop is what they do. They go flip flop. They don't go flip flop, flip flop, thong. Um, I'm looking at them now. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. So he was wearing thongs, basically. Flip flop is much better than thong. Suck it up, Australia. Here we go. He climbed out of his broken windscreen, car on its side, a gash foot. He was wearing jandals. A police car pulled up and this officer got out. He looked like something out of a cast uh he looked like something out of Casting Central, just as described it by John. RAF type sunnies, those jump those jodpers, jodpers. Yeah, that's right. Jodpers, jandals, a lot of J's today. High boots, the tight leather jacket and cap, scary ass. All he said to me was, you must have done something wrong, I'm going to book you, which he did. Then got in his patrol car and drove off. I'm in shock, a bloody foot and a car on its side, off the road, all my positions, possessions, sorry, as they were scattered along the road. A council truck came by and boys helped me roll the car into its wheels. Then I managed to drive the car back to Orange. I laughed out loudly when I heard your description, John. Take care, guys, and once again, a big thanks. Dad, if you're a highway patrol officer and there's a guy next to a flipped car and he's bleeding... You don't come by and give him the ticket and then bugger off without helping, do you? 1979, you've described the outfit in extreme pinpoint detail. Okay. It was a scary outfit. Mm. 
chances are that guy was also yeah. a motorcycle policeman. And okay. back in the day, in that time, he would have probably ridden a Kawasaki Z1000, a super horny bike, or he would have ridden a Honda 750. And I hate to say this, everyone, but I actually believe that story um, 100%. Right. And technically speaking, the police officer, um, on one hand, he did the right thing. He gave you a ticket for neg drive. Now, I know that sounds super weird and surreal, but I remember going to accidents where there was only one car involved and that was an automatic thing. You just give them a, a ticket for neg drive. And back in those days, from memory, it was around about $60, which is still a fair whack, plus a few points off your license. Yeah. Um, the rest of the story in relation to everything else is uh, it's a great story and I believe it. But the sad thing about that story is that um, it sounds very plausible based on some of the highway patrol officers back in the late 70s, early 80s that I, I met. And um, and these guys, they were very focused on one thing only. Um, so it sounds incredible. And to the listeners, they must be thinking, this, this just cannot have happened, could not have happened. Mm. But I have to say, based on my experience, mind you, having said that, I, I knew some highway patrol police officers at North Sydney that rode the bikes that were some of the nicest blokes I've ever met, and I socialised with them, and they were they were terrific, smart guys. Um, so obviously within every organisation, you've got different character types. Um, but yeah, look, it's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great story and, 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 and plausible definitely plausible jandals would you ever wear jandals dad um <clears throat> uh, are you saying they're like thongs i'm saying would you ever wear anything called a jandal? No, no on principle on principle no. but um carl Barron does a wonderful skit about thongs he's wearing thongs in america and someone says oh anyway it doesn't matter but it's a great thing on the other thing about thongs is that the ones you wear, like a G-string type thing. That Oh, by the way, I don't wear... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. I certainly don't. Oh, God. If anyone knows Carl Barron... Or He's Carl amazing. Barron, I love Carl, Carl Barron. Yeah, if, if, Carl, if you listen to the show, please get in touch because Dad is such a big fan. It would make his... It was no, made, I love would, Carl Barron. I, I, yeah. I, I, I got to realise mm. that some people that are famous... Um, don't like to be recognised. And I saw Carl Barron in uh, the the big airport in Bangkok a few years ago. Yeah, I literally, literally think he's an amazing comedian. Mm-hmm. He happens to live within metres of where we live here in Sydney. And, um, metres. And I saw him at the airport and I actually shouted out across hundreds of people, Oi, Carl, I said. And he kind of looked at me and he just thought, I don't want to engage with this person. So, Carl, if you're listening and you do want to engage, then please, please get in touch. Uh, you can drop us a line. You can poke us. You can send us a carrier pigeon. We don't care. We think it'd be great. Well, look, did you, Paul? Did you just say he can poke us? He can. Yeah, he can poke us if that he sounds wants. Sounds a bit weird. It's a bit. Yeah, it's good stuff. 
Anyway, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Loose Units Origins on this, the day of my birth. Uh, We will see you first thing next week for more Loose Units. Please stay safe, be good to each other, and have a good weekend. And Paul, Paul, you just said, and on this, the day of my birth. Well, you weren't born today. You were born on this day 38 years ago. Am I allowed to say which hospital? Uh, Yeah, it's in the book. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for. I mean, oh, and this Paul, pod- Paul. Yeah. yeah. During the operation, which was major surgery, I remember another thing about the whole thing. It was in a really weird, old-fashioned, like Victorian operating theatre, and the the window was open, just into the into a garden. Does that not strike you as being a bit unhygienic? Having an open window in a, in an operating theatre. Yeah, into well, a garden. I- Maybe that explains why I like nature and, and, and fresh air. Oh, possibly. I love a cool breeze. Okay. Love you, mate. I, I mean, what could have happened was I could have just been forcibly ejected out of mum and flown out the window. I mean, True. that's far more dangerous than the microbes. You know? Yep. You were certainly born with a very fertile imagination, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. You got that on my side of the family. Yeah. What a life. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Take it easy and we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.